Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Hope everyone's having a great summer. June is upon us, and at least here in San Francisco, it's beautiful. Hope it's beautiful in your neck of the woods as well. Um, so if you want to support the Funboat Diplomacy podcast, uh, you can use the Amazon link located on funboatdiplomacy.com, and you'll find a link on the right-hand side of any of my pages That'll take you to my Amazon portal link. Use that, bookmark it uh, whenever you buy something on Amazon. And Amazon gives me a small kickback for my commission. You can put it that way, I guess. Um, so I can keep putting out episodes and writing things on funboatdiplomacy.com. I will say that uh, I probably will be writing a little bit more on funboatdiplomacy. Like, it's whatever I write is astronomically more than what I've been putting out. Um, the last time I put out something was beginning of May or something. Sorry about that. But there is stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, and another way to support the podcast is to go on Patreon. Uh, Patreon is a platform where creatives can receive pledged support. Um, so for me, for example, it would be, let's say, a dollar an episode, more or less. Something like that. Uh, so if you think my episodes are worth a dollar each, you go to patreon.com forward slash funboatdiplomat or visit funboatdiplomacy.com and you'll find a link on the right-hand side right under my Amazon link. So, yeah, thanks for your support, thanks for listening, and let's get into this week's episode. Very good episode with my good friend uh, Daniel from Brazil. Welcome to a new episode of the Fun Boat Diplomacy Podcast. I'm here after, like, five, six months now. How, how long have I known you? Have we been working together? Six months. Six months? Okay, yeah, since, like, November. Finally, we're sitting down to do a podcast. Uh, I'm here with my friend Daniel. You want to introduce yourself, Daniel? Hello, my name's Daniel. I'm women's friend. Yeah, that's the best qualification I have for myself. Uh, really? <laughs> that's, that's it? That's all you got? Uh, yeah, I'm at school, but we both, we both agree that school sucks. <laughs> yeah. And our life is basically just telling jokes about school, about the state, and, and playing music. Yeah. For everyone at home who's, who's uh, listening and in school, what do you, what is your... Your tip to them as someone, as a person who's in school. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just like you're in it. You're in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier to, like, analyze when you're out, you yeah. know? like. I know, yeah. You hear it from me. Yeah, and everyone says, oh, you should drop off, drop, drop out, and but I don't know. No, I mean, it's easier said than done. Yeah, exactly. What, what is it that you're studying, you want to tell people? I study business, um, and I actually... Also, you're, you're from... I'm from Brazil. Yeah, that's why you're Yay. on podcasts, because I think Brazil is the shit. <laughs> Do you? Been there. Why, been there, why though. do you think that? Because everybody I meet from Brazil is cool, uh, other than the fact that they're late to things, and... <laughs> but everyone, everyone we met from Sweet Switzerland is super cool as well. So, that's, I, but, but I haven't that's had not Swiss what people, people say. What? That uh, Swiss people in general 
are super, as cool as people that we met because they're literally super cool. We met Debbie, Arson. Yeah, but uh, what I, I people don't say that Swiss people are cool. Is that what you're saying? Well, the I think well what Debbie told me is that they're like more um, bank bankers. You know. That's the stereotype. The stereotype, yeah. But that's what a Swiss girl told me. But what's the stereotype of Brazilians then? Fat asses. That's my stereotype. That's your stereotype. <laughs> what other thing could... I think that's the stereotype. Fat asses? And carnival. Oh. Yeah, that's more or less what we do, yeah. Yeah, so that's the stereotypes. We fat, we fat ass around. <laughs> yeah, the, st the stereotypes are true. Yeah, you know there's... Like, in my city at least, there are party... There's there's carnival kind of all, all over the year, the, but the parties before carnival are called pre-carnival. Mm -hmm. The parties at the carnival is called carnival, and the parties after carnival are, are called post-carnival parties. Okay. So and it's basically a just huge carnival all the time. So how long do these parties before and after carnival last? The whole year. So that's that. yeah. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's like so. You have you separate parties into three categories: during yeah. carnival, after, and before. Yeah. But it's the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and you ask me why I think Brazil is cool. <laughs> I love that place, man. Yeah. When's the next time you get to go back? Yeah. The reason we're doing this is uh, well, it's it's overdue, but also because you're leaving here soon, tomorrow, <laughs> and you're going to Hawaii. Right, mm -hmm. and then you come back and do summer courses. Mm -hmm. Sad face. Sad face. And then, uh, and then you go to no. When do when do you go back to Brazil? Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go back to Brazil, on like, around December, mm. and then stay for carnival, and come back to work. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like speaking of Brazil, this is. We wanted to do a podcast back when the your president was being impeached. I don't know if it's relevant very much anymore. I don't know. I haven't followed up with it or anything. I don't know if you have even. But um, you were really excited about um, the, like live feed, like keeping up with uh, this impeachment process as it was going on. So do you want to... Explain to the uh, audience um, what's what happened in Brazil. This was uh, how many weeks? Uh, a month ago, I think. Or yeah, um, the 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 current president was actually impeached this week. This week. Yeah. Though, so what was what happened? Two days ago. What happened uh, back like, a few few months ago or a few weeks ago then? All right. So, basically. Uh, long storm, uh, long, long story short, Brazil, Brazil, a couple decades ago was uh, going very bad because of the inflation and all that, which is basically because of the corruption. At some point, people could actually uh, use some kind of monetary, um, uh, how to say that policies, monetary policies that helped the country. Uh, the 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 currency got very strong, and then the the country prospered. Uh, at that point, everyone got much happier, right? Because the the country had a lot of wealth. Uh, 
but then the 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 party in charge like the democrats came came to the power to democratize to spread the wealth mm -hmm. right because there were like very very redistribute, poor people redistribute exactly. wealth yeah okay exactly and there were very very uh poor people and very very rich people which is basically what happens in um developing countries in, in general mm -hmm. so this this party did well in the beginning because it was spreading the the wealth and a lot of people voted were, for them sorry they voted for them yeah yeah but it was it was pretty good uh honestly a lot of people uh had food now uh, there were people actually starving in brazil a lot of people and uh that's 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 good i i feel super happy that the country the country got as better as as it did but at some point the party stopped doing those social policies and turned their their effort to do politics right only and those politics because of the things that the party had done in the beginning the party remained in power for 13 and a half years which kind of um it was very harmful for the for the economy i don't i don't they were they were they were not working for the economy they were not working for the social they were just working for for themselves um and after the world cup a lot of money was spent a lot of robbery a lot of corruption the country could not keep up with that uh yeah everyone got very unsatisfied went to the streets it was the biggest biggest manifestation uh demonstrations in the world uh, in, the, in the history of my country um at some point the the country no the um, the president was impeached but the vice is probably as bad as the the current one no the so right now it's the vice in power right and he's probably as bad as the the one that was impeached. What is the background of these two people, the president and the vice president? Okay. Uh, the, the f how to say it? Uh, the current president, is that, is that correct? Mm -hmm. The current president... Um, okay, so the former I taught, president... I taught you this word before, right? It's, really, it's a really weird word. What? Incumbent. Incumbent? Incumbent is the, cur the, the current person in power. Incumbent. So, like, incumbent president, incumbent uh, speaker of the house Okay. is the person who holds... The, it's a really weird word, because it has come in it. But <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay, so you can... Um, the, cor the current president was called Dilma, and she came after uh, Lula. Lula was the guy that implemented the social changes and all that in the beginning. And because everyone loved him for what he did, um, she won the, the 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 elections because he he said, "Oh, you guys should vote for her." But actually, she didn't do anything. So, and everyone was mad at her, and pff, it was just a mess. Um, the vice president is kind of a new person, I guess. 
he in, in the politics scenery. He's um but he he's the head of one of the biggest uh parties. But that party, in my opinion, they they're not well, for example, you get Republicans and Demo uh, Democrats. Democrats, right? And both of them believe in something, I guess, or at least that's what they said. Imagine in, on paper, yes. Yeah. Imagine if there were a middle a middle one that doesn't really believe in anything. <laughs> Wait, so how many uh what's the what's the um how many parties are there in, in Brazil? In um there are many, many parties, but three three of them are three major ones. Major ones. Okay. Alright. Yeah, so this middle one doesn't really believe in anything. So does it just flip votes? Uh yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess, yeah. Nobody likes those parties. They had one in Germany uh, until 2013. It still exists. But mm -hmm. 2013 was the first year that it um, it uh, didn't get 5% in the, in the election, which means you have no... If you get less than 5% uh, of the... Uh, in the parliamentary elections, you have no representation in parliament. Okay. So they, they're a party that sort of doesn't really have a, a strong foundation of, uh, of beliefs or philosophy. Yeah. And so it's uh, basically they go to different parties and say, hey, what do you want? What can you do for us? And then exactly. they give votes. And then, so nobody yeah. really liked them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's unbelievable. I, I don't know. I'm, I, don't like, I don't like politics, whatever. <laughs> You don't like politics, but you were really excited around this time about uh, about the, the the impeachment. Yeah, because something was changing, you know. When you when you look at the Arabic Spring, mm -hmm. what were the results? Were there like really big results that we can say that oh right oh now the Arabic word is so much better because of those. It's so much worse. See, maybe we just got things worse but it's exciting to see something changing of course it's exciting it's exciting everybody on the ground at the Arab Spring was excited for things to change and Brazil uh, millions of people on the streets uh, wanting demanding change um, what would have been the results well we don't know because she got impeached yeah for, two days ago uh, uh, impeachment in the US is uh, bring to trial what does that mean in uh, in 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 Brazil? Is that does that mean that um, the president will be uh, put on trial, or is, was she already removed? She was just removed. Okay. No trial. Ooh, that's kind of weird. I think that's kind of strange. <sighs> yeah, it's that old story. Those in power never, never go to jail. Never pay for what they've done. Like Hosni Mubarak in uh, in Egypt. Not uh, Muammar Gaddafi in Libya. They they killed him. <laughs> yeah, they killed yeah. him. And, uh, that's not gonna happen in Brazil. No. Everyone relax. Yeah, it's okay. So what's uh what do you see going forward? What's changed since that day? Those those days that the everything was uh, moving very rapidly. Well, um, there's this saying in Brazil that says that Brazil is the country of the future. And that saying exists for a long, long time. So, so we're the country of the future. At least there's some hope. <laughs>
Uh, and that means that Brazil has a lot of potential. It does. It's it's a big country. There, there's so many smart people. There's so many good people there, and I, uh, and I witnesses. Uh, I witnessed. Witnessed. I witnessed the how intelligent that youth that is going on right now can be, and I'm really really excited to know what's gonna happen in the future. But right now, I don't really see any any changes with that. Um, Brazil is gonna have a brilliant future, I'm sure, but not right now, at least. Um, yeah, there's there's this thing. A long time ago, we used to live what um, the average human would live for 40 years or something and it's funny how like we we're living for what 100 years right now and back then there was a king he would be there for 12 years or something and then a new king and a young person with young ideas with new ideas to would come and change stuff right but if you look right now the people that are in politics They've been there. They're old as fuck. They old <laughs> as fuck. Who are? Why are they doing that? Why? What? Why? It's their career. <laughs> they, they, we we we've become a thing of. It's all career politicians that live a long ass time. Bernie exactly. Sanders is what? Seven, how old is Bernie Sanders? He's old as fuck. Hillary exactly. Hillary Clinton. She's all all her life's been in politics. And yeah. been fucking people over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and guess what? If a young person comes up and says something, they're gonna be like, "Come on, man, you're twenty years old or something." But and you know what's worst? When that twenty years old become what one hundred, his ideas are gonna be old. Yeah. And the older you get, the harder it is to understand new ideas and you know keep updated. I don't know, like in 80, 80 years, the, the world can be a completely different thing. And we're going to be... It can be, it will be. It will be, right? Yeah. And we're going to be old and we're not going to understand. Yeah, what it, what it is, is it's... Uh, oh, yeah, so Bernie Sanders is 74 years old. He's fucking old. Yeah. Um, the thing is, the world is changing so quickly, uh, like never before. Uh, and before, you could you could conceivably do the same thing the same way all your life and it would be okay yeah but now the sort of the the way the economy is set up and uh how look young people can't get jobs and this and that they're, they're doing little things here and there different kinds of uh skills are being built and what you need you, you have people who are getting settled into the traditional roles of like an accountant or a chemist or engineer this and that uh, which is um, that's what they that's what they're doing that's their path okay but a lot of people are are discovering that um, it's a longer road but they're learning more skills and more different skills and being more creative they're, they they I have to eat I have to I need a place to stay I'm gonna find a way to do this they're not just gonna like curl up and die mm -hmm. so they're finding the way to do this and that creates what in the future is uh, important and that's dynamism it's yeah. it's uh 
being able to to do many different things um, yeah. and then uh, learning it quickly and yeah um, you, you you try to take an accountant and put them and do do what we do you know yeah it's gonna struggle maybe a little bit you know? yeah yeah and especially get... an accountant who's been doing it a long time so they apply yeah. that to politicians you know politicians who haven't been they haven't been reading new stuff they've been reading uh, Keynes and and uh, all the uh, just the old classics that are kind of outdated. Yeah. Uh, you've got new thinkers out right now. Even the old thinker, like a hundred years ago, like there's amazing thinkers uh, from the Austrian school, as we both know. <laughs> uh, and then Murray Rothbard comes later. Uh, and uh, But um, you need to be on top of things. You can't do the same thing over and over. Yeah. We, yeah, I see it very clear, very clear in my mind. I have this, I have this, uncle he's um he's a doctor uh, medical school right doctor he he's so interested in everything he kind of he loves life and he does sculpture a bit of sculpture a bit of music a bit of uh, poetry but for him to know new stuff so hard it's so fucking hard he he wants to do youtube he wants to make uh different effects on the on his music on the computer and all that but it's so hard for him to download Udacity and actually learn how to do it right mm -hmm. because at his time things were like that and that's it and now things are changing so fast that hopefully um, I'm having a hard time keeping up yeah I don't know what Snapchat I, I don't understand Snapchat yeah, yeah, I, I understand Twitter. Yeah, I don't understand Twitter either. Yeah, yeah, but hopefully we're gonna like the schools are gonna. They're no, the they're not gonna suffering. be something that. Uh well, ideally they would not be something to like learn what you need, but learn how to learn. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we need, right? How how do you how do you go do a research? How to do do a, a presentation? To make a dynamic brain. Exactly, exactly. That's what that's what we need. The, right the now. schools don't teach presentations. That's so. That's yeah. so. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, You've seen. That's you, you know. People, powerpoints, and it's so. It it's so simple. Just make it entertaining, and yeah. people will will understand. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, I don't need to explain to a lot of people out there that some people just read p paragraphs off of their powerpoints yeah and uh, this is this is a, I think a lack of empathy mm -hmm. imagine if you're sitting and someone's doing that that would be so terribly boring yeah why but would you do that to someone I believe they do that because their teachers actually did yeah. it okay yeah That's the, true. the teachers did it why because they it's so much harder for them to understand that that type of PowerPoint doesn't work anymore. Yeah, because imagine a, a traditional lecture. Professors will have their notes in front of them, and they yeah. stand there and talk, and you have to listen. Exactly. Exactly. They're replicating what their their professors did, right? And their professors are replicating what their own professors did. But now, now nowadays, everything changes all the time, right? It's it's crazy. Try Try to tell my grandmother that I have one thing called a YouTube channel that I speak in another language about uh, some kind of gluten, is. gluten <laughs> whatever, trendy disease and then I kind of talk to people from around the world 
to present that in a video that I edit on my own and I do all the footage and all that, how much would that cost on my on my grandmother's time? You you need to get in contact with all the television broadcasting companies. Impossible. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible. Like little girls now can have like have 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 video uh channel YouTube channels and have millions of millions of views. Exactly. How many how many like the the Beatles the Beatles when they first played on the Ed Sullivan Show, they had how many? Let me look it up. Um, it's however many views and videos now are uh, are getting just as many as this. So they got. Let's see the Beatles. How many millions of people? Okay, 73 million. Okay, I'm wrong. Not, <laughs> <laughs> videos on YouTube aren't getting 73 million views. Yeah. Some of them are. Not, yeah, yeah. Not, not the but, average. But, but it's insane. The, the still, still. There are the Beatles, or are what? The most famous band on earth? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, can you imagine a camera in my grandmother's time? Can you imagine uh, the production, the editing? They would literally cut the film. Yeah, they say here, and I like, take yeah. a little knife or scissors and cut it. Yeah. Not only that, it was all black and white, and if you wanted to put colors, you would actually color done by hand, frame by frame. Mm -hmm. And um, how would you broadcast that? You would have to live in Los, Los Angeles and know some people and hope that someone's And you have to listen to other people telling you how you should make your show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this yeah. is impossible back in the day. Podcasting. Podcasting, yeah. Because yeah. uh, then you'd have to go through a radio station, and the radio station says you can't say this and that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so she doesn't understand that. If, if I turn to her, to her and say, like, look, my, my, my friend Wayman, we had a conversation. It's recorded because he has his own uh, radio channel. He's gonna, she's gonna be like, oh, your friend must be a millionaire, or he's gonna be like a radio star or something. Recorded yeah. on his cell phone. <laughs> yeah, my my father is he studied, uh, science computing, right? Mm -hmm. His mom, my grandmother, uh, it's another grandmother I was talking about. She doesn't understand. He doesn't have. She doesn't have a clue. Not that I have a clue as well, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I'm I know more or less what's going on. My grandmother. No idea. No idea. And that's actually one of my fears. One of my deep, deep fears. For yourself or for... For myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna live in a society I don't understand. Mm. Because if we're, if we're doing this, and it's so different for, for our grand, grandmothers and fathers, um, by the time I'm, I become a grandfather as well, I think that the, the changes are going to become exponential. It already is. We're on the exponential curve. Yeah. Really. There is... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think... <laughs> I think the, the world will have to, like, separate the... Or something like that. Because we... I don't know if we will be able to keep up with that. Me and you will be... Looking at YouTube's... <laughs> YouTube channels and say... And my, my, my son's going to be like... Oh, 
Oh, Father, you still look at YouTube channels? Yeah. Well, they're, they're in their virtual reality headset, just yeah. in space. Yeah. <laughs> and and my, my, my son's friends are going to say, like, ah, uh, your father used to have one of those very old-fashioned YouTube channels. Ah, that's so Yeah, there's that's like so a new funny. platform. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Something that we can't even imagine. Yeah. And that's the thing about the future, is things that we can't even imagine. And... What, what happens when most people grow older, they they get into this idea that they want everything to, to be re- the same. remain the same, and yeah. then uh, because they're afraid of change, and they we have the same fear, you know, you're, you're, you're expressing the same fear. Yeah. But uh, but I think we go about it differently, because we, we, we know two things. We know we can't stop it, and we know that uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's good. It's we're... good. It's good, yeah. It's good. Or is it? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's so funny how... Do you think maybe it's too... It's so, it's going so fast that um, that we... we Maybe we, we're having a hard time certain, like steering it in a good direction. Right now, it's almost out of control. Well, that's... Because you look what happened in Brazil in the, in, with the, 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 the rainforest, you know? I mean, a lot of people get to eat. A lot of people get to make money, but... The rainforest is stunned. Yeah. Not that I'm sort of some hippie or anything, but uh, I think you can. There can be a better balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Let's. Let me just think here. Uh, well, it's. It's so crazy how these things we you you said like oh we cannot even imagine the fu- how the future is gonna be, and. In the past, we could not even imagine how the present is right now. Because if you look at the, the films, sci-fi films and all that, they are all wrong. They're all fucking wrong. And they're mostly... Um, they're, that, that, that realities would more or less be uh, true if the innovation came from the, from the government as if we were communists and the government builds a system then okay now we have teletransport now we have uh, cars that fly whatever but there is no snapshots there there are no nothing because the innovation came from the customer point of view because of capitalism and that's beautiful because it's not one person thinking what's gonna be the next step it's everyone thinking at the same time and no one is as intelligent as we all together all this innovation all this future we're gonna build it's gonna be built with our minds synchronized with the help of um, of the internet everyone thinking at the same time and trying to solve problems and all these startups that are going on right now. I think it's just beautiful, man. Especially bringing back to Brazil. There are so many extremely clever people uh, behind the startup scene. Like, I had the chance to meet many of them in Rio. Uh, some people, those guys, they taught me how to, how to kind of synchronize entrepreneurship with spiritualism. And nowadays I cannot live live without that, you know. Um, 
they are super passionate and uh, it's it's so beautiful it's the capitalism working for for the future uh, I mean the capitalism has what's bad the, stuff as well right? what's the uh, the connection with spirituality that you that you mentioned with these entrepreneurs in Brazil okay so basically because you see it here you see it here in San Francisco of for course, sure of course because like you, you have all the entrepreneurs and uh, um, people working for the these these tech these tech companies uh, going to Burning Man, yeah. for example. Um, meditation is a meditation, big thing. Meditation, yoga, uh, psilocybin, uh, mm-hmm. um, all these uh, substances. Yeah. Having experiences, spiritual, spiritual experiences. So what about Brazil? Uh, well, firstly, I'm going to talk about why I think that all is important. All right? Uh, cool. Can you firstly let's 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 get some examples. Um, let's tell me a leader a leader that you really look up to. A leader. Leader, yeah. Um, let's think. Uh, Ron Paul. Ron Paul or the politic mm-hmm. politician? Okay. Um, but he's a politician. Let's, let's not not a politician. Let's let's get something very uh, mainstream, right? Um, you didn't want a politician. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Okay, I don't know where you're going with it, but yeah, let's go with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Imagine it's lunchtime, and you're having a lunch with Steve Jobs. What is he eating? Normal food. <laughs> I know he's not An on apple. McDonald's. He's not on McDonald's. Something he he ate a lot of. Uh, oh, what was it? He I know I know he 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 talked about his diet. I think he was very low sugar. <laughs> I don't remember something healthy. Yeah, because there is there's this thing about what we do. What we do is controlled by. So you're the head of a company, right? And you you want to start. You're the head of, you're responsible for your company, for all the people that work there, and most importantly, for the company's vision, which most of the times is your vision. Right? So you have to do things right. You have to, you have to be a good person. You have to make other people like you. You have to do things right. You have to learn an enormous amount of things every day, and go through. Um, uh, challenges every day. That's not an easy task. That's ex- actually extremely difficult. Very few people can go through that. All this pressure, all the time. If I would argue have... it's the hardest thing that you can do. Yeah, right. Because it, because it's not just choices that affect you. It's choices that affect a whole, uh, a whole group that believes in you. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then it will affect the. All of the people, whatever you're doing, whatever that uh, effect will have, it affects everybody outside of that group as well. Exactly, man. And imagine, and if you're having a startup, some of them are just for money and whatever, but these guys that I met in Rio, they're there to change the world. That's what they want, all right? And many of them here are here to change the world as well. They're not here for the money. 
especially because if you're here for the money, you're the first one to fall. Yeah. You cannot compete San with Francisco someone. will eat. Yeah, you know, they'll chew you out. Yeah. If, uh, if you if you are here for money. Yeah. Because they'll take it. They'll, if you're here for money, San Francisco will take your money and you got to go home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and let's let's compare one more thing, right? Uh, there's all these people with regular jobs. They just have to do their jobs and all that. And still, they're super stressed out because of things at home, because of things on their on their families or something. But those guys that go through all this stress uh, on that very hard process, they have their families as well. They have their wives. They have their their husbands. They have their two-year-old kids, right? How do you keep up with that? How do you how do you do all this stuff and can still be happy? You can still motivate people, and no one's gonna motivate you, man. If you're CEO of a company or something like that, no one, no one's gonna wake you up and say like, "Hey, man, go to work, otherwise you're gonna be uh, fired." No, <laughs> that's not how it works, right? So you have to control somehow control what you do. And let's let's think this way: what you do is controlled by what you think, what you believe, right? Uh, what you think. But, so let's think, what, what controls what we think? Our emotions. There is there's a huge connection then with what we feel to what we do, right? For example, when you're hungry, what you become a very grumpy person, right? You're hungry, you're like, oh my god, I don't know. Or when you're when you're sleepy, you just you don't want to talk. You're just uh, you're not gonna look at people in the eyes and hey, have a good day. You're never gonna do that, right? You're super super sleepy or super hungry. So there is a very very intense relation about what we feel and what we do. But what's what's interesting is what comes underneath what we feel, which is our physiology. So therefore, there's a lot of, in, there's a lot, what we do has a lot to do with the way we, we treat, treat ourselves, our physio physiology. How we what, maintain this vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. How you eat. I, I use that a lot on the, on the podcast when we talk about like uh, health that the body is your vehicle, your driver is here, this is the car that the driver up here yeah. drives. So exactly. how you maintain their vehicle. Exactly. So, you have to, you have to have, a, you have to be healthy, you have to eat well, you have to do exercises, you have to meditate, because that's uh, mental health, right? You have to, what else? Uh, meditate, eat. Exercise. So, yeah, you have to exercise three things. Your body, your mind, and your heart. Your, your heart. body, you can, you can exercise by eating well and, uh, uh, you know, working out or playing sports or something. Your mind, you have to read a lot, and then you have to meditate. Reflect. Because re huh? Reflect. 
That's what meditation would be. Um, I I don't think. Well, the action of meditation. Well, I I'll come I'll come to meditation before uh later, right? But uh, your heart is basically you have to do something stuff you like, and talk to people. You have to be social, right? You cannot simply just lock yourself in this room where you are and live like that. You're just gonna you're just gonna freak out. Well, some of the craziest thinkers and inventors and things are a little bit antisocial. But it's a are weird they, balance. Are they CEOs? Could be. I mean, Steve Jobs wasn't the best with people. He was inspiring, but he himself, his interpersonal connections were a little bit shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of crazy. Anyway, but everyone's a bit crazy as well. Not as crazy as these people. Yeah. <laughs> Albert Einstein had a... He, also, really, uh, uh, right now I'm thinking about Nikola Tesla, who, um, <laughs> uh, you know Nikola Tesla, he, yeah. he, uh, alternating current and things like this, and he he fell in love with, was it a pigeon? Some sort of bird. <laughs> like, this bird was his wife. Well. So, <laughs> anyway, I don't know where I, went, I came to this, uh, this path, but uh, keep going. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Uh, I didn't know about this vision thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I promised I would talk about meditation, right? Okay, yeah. So meditation is... Uh, I know two very effective uh, ways of meditating that works well for me. may not work for everyone, but works well for me. Um, when I was younger, I always tried to meditate, you know, and, and people think that it's you just sit there and wait. <laughs> But it's, it's not like that. Um, many people actually think about that. Uh, meditating is just sit and breathe. Uh, and probably I'm wrong. Probably it's just, that's just what it, what it is about. But what I, what I do is first, first method, you sit. And then I imagine that I'm surrounded I'm by water. Right? Like under... In a very dark part of the sea, there's no light there, and everything around me is water. And then I breathe, and actually, this water somehow is I love myself. And then you breathe, I love myself, into your, your system, and you put everything that you're thinking right now out when you breathe out. Stress, mother, homework, whatever. And then, I love myself. Stress, whatever, go out. You do that for seven, seven minutes, uh, listening to a song, whatever. You're done. It's, it feels so, so good. It feels so good. We, there's this thing like, oh, you cannot love someone if you don't love yourself right and loving yourself is very very hard but if you just stop a bit to think about what you are and to think about you're I don't know it's 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 you I know it's very hard to comprehend that but it's for a lot of people they don't think about it like this I, I, I just just today listening to a podcast and they said 
uh, think about it like this. No, if imagine, for for most people who don't think about loving themselves, imagine treating other people the way you treat yourself. Yeah. The way the mindset that you those people are so hard on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So. If you if you treated if you had this mindset about someone else that'd be so rude. <laughs> yeah. Like you're you're completely, you're completely yeah. uh, unmerciful with this person. You you don't think this person's doing anything right, and uh, yeah, and and uh, just fucking everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you, I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but flip it. Just yeah. like you said. I think we're very ego, egos, egoist, egoist, egocentric. Um, think about it. Egoist is when I think about myself all the time. Uh-huh. Egocentric, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're. I, I think we're very, very egocentric, and when we don't love ourselves, um, kind of unconsciously, we we think like I'm not gonna love this guy. Who's gonna love me? You know, I'm suffering. Who? Why? Why? Why would I help this person if no one's helping me? Who's gonna help me? Right? I'll tell you what. Only you can help yourself. If you don't stop to help yourself, no one's gonna do that, and you're not gonna do that for anyone, because you're suffering, right? Like for imagine you have a huge pain in your in your teeth right now and then uh someone come to you and say like oh people are starving in brazil fuck people in brazil starving my teeth is hurting yeah right, right? now right here this fucking yeah, sucks it's hurting man what the fuck I, i don't care about brazil hunger or whatever it's my teeth is hurting right so emotionally you're feeling like that if you don't if you don't stop a bit To do what you like, to forgive yourself for what you for what you did, or stuff like that, you know. You can. It's it's a it's a pain your teeth. You cannot you cannot think about hunger if you don't uh, correct this the, your teeth. Go to the dentist, mm-hmm. right? And in many cases, if you are a CEO of a company. How come are you gonna like come to the office, motivate everyone, remind everyone about the company goals and how uh, labor force is important, or for example the hostel, how traveling is important, right? If you don't, if you don't take care of yourself, your 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 teeth is hurting. You're not gonna think about that, right? There is there is a guy. Um, I really like him because it was the first hostel I lived in. His name is Carlos. He owns a hostel in Rio. He taught me a lot of his spirituality. And if you talk about him, uh, oh, if you talk to him about hostels, man, like it feels like you're talking to a priest. It feels like he actually owns a a church instead of a hostel, because he deeply believe. That traveling humanizes people, because it opens your minds and your mind, and you recognize your pain on people around. Of uh, your, you can recognize your fears, 
and your pains and people around the world and you at some point un understand why people are doing what they're doing and you step back and see that everyone is actually kind of lost in this crazy world so he truly believe that he's humanizing everyone by owning a hostel isn't it crazy it's so crazy but he can only do that because he's a very spirit he's very okay with himself he fucking love his loves himself he loves himself so much he's a guy that like re respects himself respects what he wants to do what he likes to do and he goes there and do it he doesn't lie for him he does he's not lying to himself never i've never seen that or if he did he hides very well mm -hmm. uh so that's that's one thing right you come first and then you help other people but many people think that helping themselves is to buy expensive um expensive bag or expensive car accumulation of things that's not it man all we need yeah all we need is love that's that's the shit you know Beatles figured it out a long time ago a long time ago and <laughs> and and they keep they the song is basically all you need is love many times and you don't understand that <laughs> just kidding yeah yeah but yeah so you come you come first the second the second method of um, meditating that works for me is called objectification something like that which I'm gonna try to explain right now what, what did you use where did you come up with this word is it from somewhere uh, a guy told me okay but object because there's the subjective and there's and there is the objective, objective. okay so you're doing the objectivization. Ob objectification. 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 Exactly. <laughs> objectification. Uh -huh. uh, so what you're what you're doing about that? So uh, imagine a kid, right? When a kid, you know that there is there's this thing you there's a kid in front of you and then you put your hands on his eyes. And when you take off, the kid gets crazy, like, eh. He's surprised because... Yeah, and then you do it again, yeah. and yeah. Peekaboo, when you're like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's because the kid recognizes that he, he, he has such a subjective way of seeing the world that if he is not seeing you, it means that... You're not there. You're not there. And then suddenly you are, and suddenly you're not, and suddenly you are. But if you do that with a, with a, with the adult, he's gonna be what the fuck you're doing, man? What's I know so you were there. What's so interesting about this? Yeah, I, I know you're there. What the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. That, but that's because the adult over time understands to objectify the world, right? Because when a, when a kid hung, is hungry, the kid cries as if he was dying. Ah! Because all the world is hungerness. Hung, hungerness? Uh, I understand. The whole world at it's that moment as is well. hunger. 
is hunger. It's the only yeah. thing that yeah. matters. Yeah, because who cares, right? Uh, and I think it's only at two years old or something that we start recognizes that recognizing that other people exist as well and all that, you know. Um, so that's a that's a thing we learn over time, correct? And if we have we have we have a problem. And some problems are so difficult to deal with that the problem the it seems like the world is that problem. I've seen that so many times. People can't get rid of that problem. Always talks about that problem all the time and the world seems to be that problem. But if you step back and objectify objectify? Objectify. Objectify that situation you're gonna see how the world is so big and you're just your problems aren't shit are shit yeah. right it's so small you're just being ridiculous right and well let's let's be let's be fair here right I have I have a serious problem that I try to fight basically every day uh, I'll when I Well, I think it's kind of weird to say that, but I wish I had less uh, sex sexual appeal, right? Because I wish I could, like, instead of go to a, a bar or some... Uh, well, I'm going to a bar, right? Uh, I, I learned from a young age to, instead of being with my friends, which is what I want to do, to, I don't know, go chasing after girls or something like that, right? And uh, I think that became such an automatic thing uh, that I'm trying to I'm trying to to fight against that. But when you so let's let's give an example. I go to a bar, and then I see a very very like hot girl. Um, I'm very interested in her, and then I feel like oh I'm gonna go there and talk to her whatever blah, 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 which is cool. It's just it's just now what I'm want to do right now. I just want to stay with my friends. But when you, if you don't object, object, objectify that situation, you're gonna feel like the whole world is that action is sexual. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh let's let's do that. You're like very driven, very very sexually driven. But then you look back and see like, sh shit. I'm such a stupid guy, right? I'm there with all my friends that love me. We, I could have, I, I can have a really great time with those people that actually love me and build a very, very good night with them, very good memories that I'm going to remember forever. Or, I, and, and I'm actually interested in another human being that, for some reason attracts me because of the size size of breast or size of of um whatever why am i doing that when you objectify that situation it just looks ridiculous you don't want to do that it's much easier it's much easier to correlate with what you believe when you objectify the situations so when coming back to the meditation, your meditation, we're meditating, right? And then you try to 
look at yourself and appreciate what you are think of your problems Ob and object object objectify uh, yeah those those problems does it does it really is it really what you believe are you really doing what you believe are you really doing what you want or are you just just like the example are you sexually driven is that what you really want because if that's what you really want that's okay but if it's not it's you can understand by looking step stepping back and analyzing the situation as if you were another person mm. yeah so step uh coming back to to the phys physiological health those are the three things heart mind and body once you're okay with that your actions are going to be reflected by all this care you have to yourself so the things are not going to be um dealing with your own startups not going to be easy but it's going to be much easier now because if something hits you you're not going to think like oh my god you're not going to be destabilized yeah you're going to feel you're going to remain grounded and resilient to to uh, unexpected things exactly because because you've been re you've been reading you've been exercising you've been socializing you've been eating well so you have a lot of energy you have you've been meditating so your problems you you already got over your problems right because at the end of the day your problems are just what you do uh you you make your problems become problems right If you think, oh, that's not a problem, suddenly that's not a problem anymore. That's how you see it. How yeah. you observe it. That's how well, you observe it. What we were talking about before, objectifying the, the thing, the uh, the situation, the 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 behavior. Um, I think in meditation, it's called mindfulness. Mm -hmm. It's when you're mindful of of the feelings and thoughts that are coming through. So mm -hmm. you step back and you don't judge it. You just see what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You just see. If I um, well in 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 Zen Buddhism they they call it like the cloud. Imagine you're sitting on a mountain top. Mm -hmm. You're a monk sitting on top of a mountain top meditating, and the the thoughts that are trying to come through your they're they're coming through your head. They're like clouds passing by the mountain top. They pass through your head, and then they they're on their they way. Go away. You're supposed to. That's how it is. Just oh, what is this cloud? This cloud is this. I don't judge it. It's just it's moving this way. I. I'm here. The cloud is moving this way. It just happened to be that way, and it's going. You don't. You don't judge what it is. You just mm -hmm. observe what it is. That's mindfulness. I think that's what you were trying to convey. I guess yeah, but it took much more time to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's a good example. Um, yeah, we're coming close to our one hour mark, um, but uh, yeah, that was really cool episodes I didn't it's a, it went in a direction I didn't expect it to go to but that's very very cool yeah alright thanks Daniel for being on finally on the Fun But Diplomacy podcast yay <laughs> you don't sound excited huh? <laughs> uh, yeah it was it was it was it was okay I feel very good. calm I feel like I feel like yeah, I, I was I was I was listening to a, a spiritual talk <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but it's actually an entrepreneur talk. That's that's what entrepreneurs talk about. Can you believe that? It's it's so crazy. It's a it's a very interesting place to be mm-hmm. right now, where we can have our own startups. You can make everything out of the scratch. We can get our pod uh, recorders, make a podcast or video cameras, make a YouTube channel. Uh, it's so much easier, right? But we have to get rid of our of our pains, of our fears, and make a change in the world, make something good. And you're living, and if you're listening to that, uh, yeah, make sure to believe yourself and to treat yourself very well before changing the world. That's that's the thing that everyone says, right? Like change yourself first and then change the world. Yeah, sometimes. And when I was younger, I used to listen to that and say, like, what? I don't need to change myself, whatever, you know? But I, I think that this change yourself is more like... Find the true self. Exactly. Respect yourself. Or stop lying to yourself. Those are the most difficult things ever. Uh, to make a spreadsheet and, and then sell something on have growth hacking, coding, whatever, that's easy. That's easy, all right? You just have to sit a bit and code, whatever. Hello, would you like to buy this? Whatever. It's okay. Respect yourself. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> That's so difficult. Treat yourself. Yeah. That's the takeaway of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Treat like, yourself. Respect Respect your, your past, right? Uh, accept your past. Accept what happened to you. That's so fucking difficult. That's so fucking difficult. And that's what entrepreneurs are talking about right now. Right. So, cool. that's it. All right, to everybody out there, thank you for listening and treat yourself.